Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Neil Orgenstein. Candidate for governor in Maryland hopes to block counting mail-in ballots early. I'm Kate Ryan. Judge appoints a special master to re- review documents seized from former President Trump. A community comes together to support a beloved pub in Arlington. I'm Sarah Jacobs. Wall Street had a down day. Asian stocks are tanking. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. People in Martha's Vineyard forced to scramble to find food and shelter for two plane loads of migrants awaiting asylum proceedings. CBS's Elaine Cajano has more. Luis Fonseca says he left Venezuela to look for a better life for his three children who were still there. He didn't know he would end up here. They told me there was a work opportunity, he says. We were going to a city, but we ended up staying here. The airlift came from Florida and ordered by Republican Governor Ron DeSantis. We are not a sanctuary state, and it's better to be able to go to a sanctuary jurisdiction. And yes, we will help facilitate that transport for you to be able to go to greener pastures. Florida's state legislature had provided the funding to move the migrants out. A special master has been appointed in the Mar-a-Lago case. An independent arbiter has been chosen to review documents seized from former President Trump's Florida home in August. CBS News legal contributor Jessica Levinson says it's veteran New York Judge Raymond Deary. What Judge Deary is going to look at is, are there any documents in the documents that the FBI took from Mar-a-Lago that are covered by attorney-client privilege and cannot be used by the DOJ investigation team? The FBI says it recovered more than 11,000 documents from Mar-a-Lago, including over 100 with classification markings. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News. President Biden meets today with Sherelle Griner, wife of WNBA star Brittany Griner, and Elizabeth Whelan, sister of corporate security executive Paul Whelan. Both are in prison in Russia, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. He wanted to let them know that they remain uh, front of mind and that his team is working uh, on this every day. Kreiner has been held in Russia since last February on drug charges. She's currently serving a nine-year sentence. Whelan is serving 16 years on spying charges. Both deny the charges. Ukraine's president says a mass grave containing 440 bodies has been found in the town of Izium in the Kharkiv region of the country. Is is recently recaptured from Russian occupation. A boil water notice has been lifted for the 180,000 residents of Jackson, Mississippi. The announcement came from Governor Tate Reeves. We can now announce that we have restored clean water to the city of Jackson. We can state that the boil water advisory can be lifted for all those who rely on Jackson's water system. The boil water advisory had been in effect for seven weeks. A jersey worn by basketball icon Michael Jordan during an opening game of the 1998 NBA Finals has been sold a record $10.1 million. This is CBS News. When you think of hiring, think of Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring system helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 503 on this Friday morning, September 16th. Cool to start. Sunny with low humidity today, highs in the low to mid-80s.
Good morning. I'm Bruce Allen. And I'm Joan Jones. And the top local stories we're following this hour. Next month marks 20 years since the Beltway sniper shootings when John Allen Muhammad and Lee Boyd Malvo killed 10 people in Virginia, Maryland, and the district. John Muhammad was executed in 2009. Now Virginia has denied the younger sniper's request for parole. Lee Boyd Malvo was sentenced to four life sentences without parole in Virginia, but two years ago the state passed a law saying juvenile offenders facing sentences of 20 years to life can be considered for parole after serving 20 years. This was Malvo's first parole hearing. The board wrote releasing him now would diminish the seriousness of the crime and that they consider Malvo to be a risk to the community. Maryland's highest court recently ordered he be resentenced for six life sentences there. Maryland's attorney general is considering an appeal on that ruling to the U.S. Supreme Court. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. A man charged with beating up an elderly man in Beltsville in June has now been charged with murder. 25-year-old Julius Wright of Fort Washington was caught on video punching and stomping 87-year-old Johnny Shepard outside his condo building. Shepard died yesterday from the injuries he received in that attack. Police say it occurred after Christina Felder, a neighbor of the older man, accused him of damaging her car when he opened his car door. Felder told police she called Wright, her boyfriend, and asked him to help her. That's when Wright attacked the man. Felder's due in court later this month on assault charges. 2022 on WTOP, Maryland's election laws are once again at the center of a debate. Maryland State Delegate Dan Cox, the Republican candidate for governor, has filed a motion opposing a petition that would allow boards of elections to start counting mail-in ballots by October 1st. The state board said in August, without the ability to start counting mail-in ballots early, results for the November election might not be certified until December. Cox, who called former Vice President Mike Pence a traitor for refusing to overturn the 2020 election results, argues there's no emergency that requires the ballots to be counted early. Maryland is the only state in the union that bars processing mail-in ballots until after Election Day. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. In a statement, Cox said the Maryland General Assembly needs to enact the law for ballots to be counted early, and the issue is not for the courts to decide. The University of Virginia's governing board will vote today on whether to give students a one-time credit equal to its most recent tuition hike. It's an extraordinary step that comes amid Governor Glenn Youngkin's push to hold tuition flat at the state's public universities. The give back, which still needs approval from the full board, would amount to $690 per student and cost the university $7.5 million. In June, Virginia Tech also approved a one-time scholarship to undergrads to offset to its tuition increase. So how many students have returned to classrooms in this area? Preliminary enrollment numbers are out, and they show an increase in students in Fairfax, Loudoun, and Arlington counties. We are currently at 81,992 students, which is an increase of 674 students, simply comparing totals to total from last year. That's Beverly Tate, Loudoun's Director of Planning Services. The growth comes after two years of enrollment dropping across Virginia. An annual count in D.C. is scheduled for October 5th. Final enrollment will be calculated later this year. School system budgets are largely based on the number of kids going to class in the county. Coming up after traffic and weather, what's next for an Irish pub that was seriously damaged when a car drove right into it? It's 5.07. 
Who says you can't have flexibility, choice, and convenience working at the office? Industrious, the premium co-working and flexible office company, transforms the entire D.C. metro area into your workplace. Maybe you need a shorter commute time or even a simple change in scenery. With an Industrious membership, you'll have over a dozen convenient locations to choose from across the metro area. Your new office awaits you at industriousoffice.com slash DMV. Book a tour today. Industrious, the office you want where you want it. You want it all? We have it all. NBC4's all-new afternoon lineup, weekdays. Smile with Kelly at 2. Connect, laugh, and feel good. Help solve mysteries at 3. Hey there, DC friends. Craig Melvin here, bringing you Dateline in Daytime. Then join Pat, Leon, and Doug for News 4. First at 4. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. I'm Pat Lawson-Muse. And I'm Leon Harris. NBC4's all-new afternoon lineup, weekdays at 2 on NBC4. Working for you. Back and neck pain or discomfort can disrupt how you work, sleep, and play. Why live with it another day? At Anova Spine, the most complete back and neck care team in Northern Virginia, our world-class experts identify the source of pain, tingling, or numbness. Then we map a treatment plan that's right for you. From prevention to rehabilitation and pain management to advanced surgical technologies. Don't give pain another day. Contact us now at anova.org slash spinepain. WTOP, it's 5.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Let's start you off here with Jack Taylor in the WTOP Traffic Center. Pretty decent start so far early this morning. If you're riding on the Beltway, we'd had one issue. It was in Virginia. It was on the inner loop down in Alexandria as you're in the local lanes. The ramp to go north on Telegraph Road. VDOT says there is a wreck on that ramp, kind of narrowing it. So just watch for direction. You'll basically see them along the left or right side. Otherwise, you look good making the trip into and out of Springfield, riding up toward Tyson's. Maryland, you're fine through Montgomery and Prince George's counties. Should find your lanes open. There'd been some activity coming out of Frederick on 270. It was down near uh, 85 between 85 and I-70. It was a broken down vehicle. It's been moved out of the roadway, put onto the shoulder. It is not a factor at all. Now, earlier, crews had called in, said there was a crew doing some street painting south on Pennsylvania Avenue after Dower House Road, working along the right side of the roadway. We had an overnight crash on Greenbelt Road. Eastbound near Walker Drive, the right lane remains closed. This is going to be crews dealing with the power pole that was leaning over the roadway. Pepco remains on scene. You're in good shape between the beltways, 95 and the BW Parkway into Virginia. 95 looks good out of Fredericksburg, headed into Springfield. 66 off to a good start getting out of Gainesville East. The work zone that was eastbound out near 50 should be wrapping up. West on 66 before 50. That work zone through the overnight had just the right lane getting by. In Manassas, watch on 28 up near Godwin Drive. There we'd had reports of a crash. Good looking ride downtown so far. We're quiet on the freeway. DC 295, I-295. No early worries in the 3rd Street Tunnel. We're starting things off on New York Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by Burke and Herbert Bank. Local knowledge, local decisions. For commercial banking, it's better at Burke and Herbert Bank. At your service since 1852. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. And the forecast from Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Stiniford. Going to be another gorgeous day across the region. Lots of sunshine, pleasant, low humidity. Our highs only upper 70s to lower 80s. Clear and cool again tonight. Lows mid 50s to mid 60s. Sunshine on Saturday, a little bit warmer, but the humidity will stay low. Look for highs in the low to mid-80s. Lots of sunshine warmer on Sunday, but the humidity does stay in check. Highs will be in the mid to upper 80s. Lots of sunshine on Monday. It's going to turn more muggy. Look for highs in the upper 80s to around 90. 
I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinnerford. Pretty uh, nice out there this morning, although, you know, a sweater might come in handy this morning. It's feeling <laughs> a little chilly. It's 55 degrees at Fort Belvoir this morning. Foggy Bottom is at 60, and we're at 58 outside our studios. It's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today to schedule your free in-home estimate. It does feel good. Oh, yeah. 5-11 now. An update now on the one-car crash into an Irish pub at Arlington last month. All nine people who were hospitalized from that have been released, and it appears the rideshare driver who crashed into Ireland's four courts had a medical emergency just before the crash. Police are still investigating. As for the pub, repairs can begin after the investigation is over. So last night, a pub in Sherlington held a fundraiser. The Irish and the Irish at heart turned out to support Ireland's four courts. It was standing room only very soon after the fundraiser started at Beckett's Irish Pub. Music, raffles, a silent auction, and Irish dancers added to the festivities. 16-year-old Molly Murphy's been dancing since she was four and many times at four courts. And so being able to help a place that has helped me come to where I am today is really important to me. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. In the mid-1970s, philanthropist uh, the late Catherine Winkler established the Winkler Botanical Preserve in Alexandria. It was to honor her late husband. Well, after decades of running that cherished site, the Winkler family is passing that preserve on to new owners. I get chill bumps every time I just think about the enormity of this gift. Nova Parks Board Chair Kate McGinnis-White on the donation of Winkler Botanical Preserve to Nova Parks. She says they plan to honor the Winkler family's legacy and expand on their educational offerings at the 45 acres on the city's west end. Also, we will be discussing and already begun scoping out how we can increase the parking so more people can come and enjoy it. Alexandria Mayor Justin Wilson remembers the summer camps his kids attended at the park. We think there's so much opportunity on this site, you know, bringing back the camps that we used to have. The Winkler organization also donating millions to keep the preserve running. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. It's 513. Let me just take off my starched collar here before talking. <coughs> yeah, that's better. Federal Drive host Tom Temin here. Dress codes for the workplace used to be rather stiff, like a cardboard collar or a corset. For much of the workforce still around, dresses, suits and tie, heels and wingtips have become distant memories. Casual Friday gradually but steadily gave way to casual every day. Now federal employees, unless they have a specific uniform like a TSA officer, are generally told the few things they can't wear to the office. You know, like torn blue jeans, ratty band t-shirts. But there's still culture and the expectation that you'll look presentable to the public or maybe the secretary is visiting the hinterlands or a congressional delegation is coming through. The online video phenomenon has made things really complicated. Those pajama pants, can you get away with them if you've got a nice pressed shirt or blouse in range of the camera. So what exactly is the federal dress code as more people prepare to come back to the office? Check out my latest column at federalnewsnetwork.com. Want me to make some coffee? Uh, yeah. You know, I used the last filter, but there's more in the pantry to the left. Yep, right where she always... Always what? She always marked how tall we were since we could stand up. All the lines, they're still here. Oh, honey, I know, I know. She can't leave here. She just can't. I know we don't live close enough. I know we have our own families to raise, but... Shh, she'll hear you. Look, I think I have an answer. Make some coffee and we'll talk about warm and home care. Warm and home care? Yeah, they're right here. They're local and they always have been. Just like mom and dad have always been here for us when we needed them. 
With Warman Home Care, your loved one can stay safe and happy in their own home while a caregiver provides essential services, personal hygiene, medication reminders, light housekeeping, and more. Family owned and operated, the Warman family has spent over 30 years providing happiness at home to families like yours. Learn more about the Warman difference at warmanhomecare.com. When you think of hiring, think of Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring systems help you attract, interview, and hire candidates all at the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. They are red. 515, now Dave Preston, what's happening on this Friday? NFL Week 2 kicked off last night with Kansas City beating the Los Angeles Chargers 27-24. Patrick Mahomes tosses two touchdown passes. Uh, Washington Commanders visit Detroit Sunday with WTOP's Rob Woodfork's eye on the Lions' banged-up offensive line. They've got two starting offensive linemen who are on the injury list, and you saw the uh, massive game yeah. that uh, uh, Swift had. He's on the injury list, so those are big losses for Detroit if those guys don't play. Go inside the D.C. Sports Huddle on WTOP.com, the podcast D.C. app, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Baseball Nationals had Thursday off. They meet Miami this weekend. Orioles also out of the birds trail Tampa Bay by four and a half games for the final playoff spot in the American League. O's take on Toronto this weekend. WNBA Finals Game 3, Connecticut beats Las Vegas 105-76 to avoid elimination. Coming up at four at 545, we enter the college football corner. I know you're both excited. Dave Preston, WTOP. Sports. Now the top stories we're following this morning on WTOP. Judge Raymond Deary has been appointed to review documents from former President Trump's home. The so-called special master will decide which documents may be covered by claims of executive privilege. The judge overseeing the case also rejected the Justice Department's bid to resume reviewing the documents. The Virginia Parole Board has denied convicted sniper Lee Boyd Malvo's first application for parole. It's been nearly 20 years since he and John Allen Muhammad terrorized the D.C. region with a series of random shootings. Malvo was 17 at the time. Cabinet heads and White House officials meet this morning to decide what legal options they have to respond to GOP governors transporting unauthorized immigrants from the border to other parts of the country. It comes after two busloads of migrants were dropped off yesterday outside the Naval Observatory where Vice President Kamala Harris lives. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. 518. Traffic and weather on the eights now. It's back to Jack in the traffic center. All right, thankfully, without any kind of fanfare in Virginia, interloop local lanes, the ramp to go north up onto Telegraph Road. We do have an incident. It is uh, VDOT not with it, and it is not causing any kind of a slowdown. Should be along the right side of that ramp, and it is not, again, a factor at this point to slow you down early this morning. Moving between Alexandria and McLean, otherwise, you're looking good. No real issues on 66 late, getting out of Gainesville, running east, headed toward the Beltway. West on 66 before 50 Fairfax. That overnight work zone had a right lane getting by there's really no delay of volumes that late the cameras out there with all the work that's going on are not working 28 up near godwin drive in manassas there have been reports of a crash 95's looking good early falmouth north through woodbridge headed into springfield north onto 395 to the 14th street bridge so far without any early delay we're still quiet on the george washington parkway this morning in maryland the beltway's fine no worries inner or outer loop through montgomery and prince george's counties 270's looking good south coming out of frederick headed down 
eastbound toward the lane divide. The overnight crash in Greenbelt. Utility crews are working now. Eastbound Greenbelt Road near Walker Drive. The wreck's gone. Pepco crews are dealing with the power pole damaged, blocking that far right lane. Also, we'd had a mobile striping crew painting on Pennsylvania Avenue southbound. Callers last saw it after Dower House Road along the right side of the roadway. Still looking good both ways between the beltways on 95 and the Baltimore Washington Parkway. You're off to a good run. It's Small Business September on WTOP presented by Eagle Bank. Get advice from local leaders on how to navigate today's business climate. Go to WTOP.com and search Small Business September. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. Our forecast now, Mike Stenderford, a cool start today. It is. Most of the areas in the 50s this morning. Frederick's down to 50 right now. That's our cool spot. Got a little bit of fog around the Warrington area. That'll lift fairly quickly once the sun comes up. And today, a good deal of sunshine and pleasant. Our highs only upper 70s to lower 80s. Overnight, clear and cool again. Lows mid-50s to mid-60s. Over the weekend, plenty of sunshine with a slow warming trend, but the humidity will stay low. Highs on Saturday, low to mid-80s. Highs on Sunday will be in the mid to upper 80s. Sunshine and turning more muggy on Monday. Highs will be in the upper 80s to around 90. With some dense fog, Warrington 51 degrees right now, Leesburg 55. And now Bruce and Joe, we've got 60 at Reagan National. And uh, currently it is 60 degrees as well outside the TOP studios. And it's brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Here's Clarice Grove, the Small Business Development Manager for Prince William County Economic Development, on the discussion, Creating Opportunities for SMBs and Startups to Thrive in Northern Virginia, sponsored by Prince William County Economic Development. We're here to make sure that they feel empowered as a business owner. They have subject matter experts to talk to and say, hey, could you look at my business plan? Or is this really the industry that I want to get into? Or am I going to have the customers that I hope to have? Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Small Business September. 45% of new businesses fail within the first five years. That's a statistic that business leaders in Prince William County want to change in their community. The small business team at Prince William County Economic Development is on a mission to educate and empower one of the fastest growing business networks in Virginia. Visit pwcded.org slash small business to schedule a complimentary one-on-one meeting and learn how you can take your business beyond in Prince William County. Teens use Instagram to explore and connect. That's why we build features that can help teens see less sensitive content, interact in positive ways, and spend time on Instagram intentionally. And tools that help parents support them in building a safe Instagram experience. Because we're committed to building a community where everyone feels supported. Explore more than 30 tools that can help teens have a positive experience on Instagram at Instagram.com safety. What did nine out of 10 people who died from COVID have in common? They were 50 or older. And if you have a condition like heart disease or diabetes, your risk is even higher. COVID vaccines lower the risk of death. Get your updated vaccine now. It could save your life. We can do this. Find updated COVID vaccines at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Meet Harper, teammate at Truist. Hello! She was born to care and always had your back. Like the time her friend's bumper car took a gnarly hit. Oh no! His retainer went flying, but Harper caught it before it got crushed. Today, Harper's a teammate at Truist, the bank with Truist One checking. 
with no overdraft fees, a $100 negative balance buffer, and automatic upgrades. Truist One Checking has your back, too. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. $100 negative balance buffer. Eligibility requirements apply. Truist Bank member FDIC. You're listening to WTOP News. 523 now. A sweeping new law banning abortion right from conception, with few exceptions, has taken effect in Indiana. It's the first state to enact a restrictive abortion law after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Indiana is now one of 13 states with a near-total ban or that have outlawed abortions after six weeks. It's an exciting day for Indiana. Sue Liebel is with Susan B. Anthony, Pro-Life America. Now it's back in state hands. Uh, it's going to be messy. It'll be different in every state, but it's closer to the people, closer to the will of the voters. Women's Med will now send Indiana patients to its sister clinic in Dayton, Ohio, more than 100 miles away. CBS News correspondent Adriana Diaz. Casa Ruby, a D.C. nonprofit that provided transitional housing to LGBTQ youth, has more than $2 million in unpaid bills and should be dissolved. That's the conclusion of a report ordered by a judge. It came after employees said they had gone months without pay and landlords said rent on properties was overdue. The nonprofit's operations came under scrutiny after the founder, Ruby Corrado, was accused of mismanaging funds. They received more than $9.6 million in grants from D.C. agencies in the last five years. The D.C. Attorney General's office said last month it believes Corrado left the country for her native El Salvador. In honor of Hispanic Heritage Month, which is underway, there are events happening all over the D.C. region to celebrate. D.C. will host its own two-day fiesta next weekend at Pennsylvania Avenue and 14th Street Northwest. In Virginia, the Manassas Latino Festival takes place next Saturday at the Loy E. Harris Pavilion. And in Maryland, the Latin American Film Festival will run from Thursday until October 12th at AFI Silver in Silver Spring. It'll feature 41 films from 21 countries. You can see a full list of events at WTOP.com. Money news at 25 and 55. Bed Bath & Beyond plans to shut down its Leesburg store on Fort Evans Road along with 55 other locations around the U.S. It's part of a plan to stabilize the company's finances and turn around its declining sales. The company plans to cut its workforce by about 20% too. In late August, Bed Bath secured more than $500 million in new financing, including a loan ahead of the key holiday season. Mortgage rates are the highest since 2008. Jeff Claybaugh says that doesn't necessarily mean buyers are stuck with the highest rates since 2008. Fewer buyers means more lender competition to get them. Borrowing costs are all over the map right now. Freddie Mac says the range of rates being quoted is at the widest in at least five years. That means getting quotes from multiple lenders could save hundreds of dollars a month. Fewer buyers and refinancing that's dried up means lenders are willing to cut into their own margins to attract borrowers. Money News brought to you by Gramophone.com. Get outdoor ready with Gramophone. For the best smart lighting, shading, music, and entertainment systems, you've got to visit the hottest showrooms in Gaithersburg and Columbia or Gramophone.com. Still to come on WTOP, a judge has appointed a special master to review the documents taken from President Trump's home. 526. We are all looking forward to the end of COVID-19 and asking, are we there yet? But if we really want to see the light at the end of the tunnel, we need to be asking, are we vaxxed yet? Help us get there. Get up to date with your vaccine today by ensuring that you're both vaccinated and boosted. Visit vaccinate.dc.gov or call 1-855-363-0333 to find the nearest vaccination location near you. 
beautiful homes start from the floors up at FloorMax. This weekend, all in-stock wood floors are now on sale at FloorMax.